Welcome to From Beyond, a podcast about consciousness, metaphysics, and a wide variety of provocative spiritual topics. Cindy Riggs is an internationally renowned Universal Channel author and spiritual consultant. Cindy has been practicing professionally since 1997, and she has a unique and fascinating perspective on spirituality. Hi, Jeffrey. Thanks for joining me again. Hello. Thank you for having me again. Appreciate the opportunity. Sure. Um, we've, we've talked a little bit before we began, and I'm pretty excited about what just popped into my head this morning for this podcast. Mm -hmm. What would Jesus do? Yes. I mean, popular, uh, <laughs> but very meaningful. I mean, I, I'm excited too. I think this is going to be really interesting. Yeah. And even though we have a few questions in mind, um, I, I'm eager to know what you come up with, what you two come up with. Um, and I don't know how he might answer some of these. So I'm excited. I think we should just get to it. I do too. So we can get to the Q&A. So I am bringing in now the Master Jesus, who has many names, Yeshua, Isha, Jehovah. I call him Master Jesus. That's what he has asked me to call him. And he's very eagerly merging with me. I think he's excited about these questions today. His energy always a powerful one, although most of them are. No, we could ask these questions of anybody. I would Any agree. Ascended Master, Buddha, or Muhammad, like we spoke to last time. I mean, literally any any spirit. But this one, because of the whole, what would Jesus do? You know, <laughs> prompting, question, bracelets, everything. It does resonate with people. It does. And for good reason. Mm -hmm. And I believe they use that as a filter. Like, what, what would Jesus do in this situation based on what we know of Jesus, right? And our belief systems. And mm -hmm. when we look to that higher power to, to seek out what to do. Because sometimes right. we just don't know. And I think that the whole what would Jesus do question is... What would he do if he were here now? So that's what I'm hoping we can uncover today. I think our questions will do a good job with that. Okay, we're getting close to the separation where I remove my consciousness, and then he will speak directly to you for the remainder of most of the podcast. I'm pleased to be here in your space for your questions, but the first thing I would like to ask you is, when can I get my own podcast? I believe that you are more than welcome to at whatever point that you would like to do that, Jesus. Um, She'd I'm probably sure, let me. Yes, she would. I know she would let you, but I, I'm pretty sure that uh, if that is your desire, that that can happen for you. I think that is something that could be very helpful, interesting, fun for me. I would say you would have many followers right off the beginning. Seems like a good platform since I can't have physical followers in the physical, but I am in the physical right now, somewhat, and I am ready for your questions. Well, we are honored to have you here. Thank you for joining us. So this one and I have been discussing um, the concept of what would Jesus do that uh, we would assume you are familiar with as of it has... Uh, gone from a question to multiple things such as bracelets and 
t-shirts and, and other ways to, to communicate that um, as we believe that, that people um, look to you for answers when they may not know. Um, our questions are very much today about big concepts, but also we're very curious as to how you might um, join our existence here in the 21st century. Mm, yes, because what would Jesus do means, what would he do now? Yes, what would I do now? Yes. If I were faced with some of the challenges that you are faced with. Yes, and that's where a lot of our questions come from, but I think we have some fun ones for you as well, or at least we hope they are. Good, because as you probably might suspect, I have already answered all of the questions <laughs> Yes. in my lifetime when I was here. I would, I would so, say that as well. But I will entertain your questions, and I will answer them to the best of my ability. I am not human right now, so I do not fully understand the human experience, but I 99% understand the human experience because I'm being requested all the time, constantly, I as do you can imagine. <laughs> yes, I do believe that. Mm. So... If it's okay with you, I will start each of those questions in the, we would call it third person in this reality. Sure. So what would Jesus do about people from different backgrounds or perceptions? And what we mean by that is if maybe they have a different ethnicity or a different belief system or a different religion, what would Jesus do? Mm, yes. So first I want to clarify the what would Jesus do part of the question? Because are you talking about Jesus the Christ or the Christos collective consciousness? I suspect you're speaking of just Jesus the person, the master. Yes. yes. Um, it's We recognize that Jesus as a concept and Jesus the person um, can be seen different ways, but we Indeed. trust and have faith yes. in, in what you choose to, to right. tell us today. So me as an ascended master, as a former human master, I will answer your questions. So people from different backgrounds, different countries. Can be countries because there different are differences religions. there. Yes. Yes. How would I handle that? First... I would say that I would still be focused on what I believe to be truth. I would still be teaching what I believe to be truth. And most importantly, because I cannot touch or reach everyone on the planet as a human, if I were human, although you do have some interesting platforms for that, it is still impossible to reach every human all at once. And so I would reach those who were interested in learning my experiences and my beliefs. But the important piece here is that I would not judge anyone else's beliefs because free will is here. I would be exercising my free will, but I can tell you that my beliefs are not the only beliefs. My beliefs would not be the right beliefs necessarily. They would be my beliefs that I am entitled to. Does this make sense? Yes, it does. So I would not judge others for their beliefs. There are many different belief systems here, more than ever before. 
and new ones are forming every day. And that is how evolution is occurring. And it's fascinating. And I would also say that I would always be open to new ideas. So with that said, when it comes to people or groups that disagree based on those thoughts and beliefs. You mean disagree based on mine? Disagree on whatever they believe, whether it be in talking about your beliefs or just mm -hmm. some, some other entity's mm -hmm. beliefs. How, sure. how would Jesus address that? I would stay firm with my beliefs while being open to new ideas. And if there were those who were mm, against my ideas, then I would allow them to go their own way. It's simple. Indeed it is. Um, and yet, and we know that you are aware as, as you have ex extreme consciousness of our world right now that um, some, some entities, people's groups, um, do not allow for that. Uh, we would call it live and let live philosophy. They but. do not. No, as long as someone believes they must be right, then you are still operating from the lower self or the ego. Would agree. That is not the oneness consciousness that I would like to believe would be what I would be entertaining myself. Now, please remember, if I were born again into this world incarnate, it's likely that I would forget most of what I knew before, just as most do. So... Realizing that your questions are, if I were here now with the wisdom I had and have now, yes? Yes. <laughs> yes. So <clears throat> this is what I would like to believe I would choose, but even I do not have the power to retain all of my memories if I were to become incarnate again. Very fair and very interesting. So I would like to say that I would have more of a holistic, wholeness, oneness consciousness of accommodating and accepting all for what they are choosing to believe. Or not. Actually sounds wonderful. If I may, I would like to ask a fun, um, relevant question. So um, we would be looking for you to um, see this as a... a something that would resonate with with people as many times they will they will call to you during these events um, to, for help if you will so what would what would Jesus do about outcomes of things like sporting events or we call it gambling or being on a game show wanting to win or when they fill in bubbles with um, a pencil to win the lottery what what would Jesus do when when those who ask for a certain outcome of those things happens. What would I do as a human or what would I do as an ascended master in those situations? So as a human, I would let them exercise their free will as ever they chose, mm -hmm. however they chose as an ascended master. I always respond with supportive energy for what anyone is asking for ever. Now, they do not win the lottery. They do not win the game. This is because they're now, we, when you speak of teams, you would have to have every team member in the same 
state of being or in the same belief system in order to manifest something for the team. If you are attempting to win the lottery, this is something that often contains anxiety or fear or attachment. And these things will not help you to receive the supportive energy to reach that outcome. That makes so, a lot of sense. So like any prayer for assistance, it is always responded to with supportive energy. That does not mean it is received. For it matters how the person's state of being is. Are they in that complete state of receiving, complete state of trust, and a belief in divine order? Or is a chakra blocked? Or are they having any doubt? If there is even a fraction of an ounce of doubt, it may not manifest because they cannot receive it. They cannot truly believe it. Does that answer the question? That does. So is it appropriate to pray to win the game? Why not? You have free will. You can pray for anything you like. Is it appropriate to pray to win the lottery? Yes, because no spirit, including myself, in all of the universe decides what you deserve. That's all in your mind. That's all a human concept. Deserving is a human concept. And I, I know that we sometimes forget that in this particular... Well, it is not taught. It is not taught that you have complete free will. It makes sense. And it is not taught that there is no judgment beyond here. Because too many human concepts and emotions and states of being are projected onto the spirit world unnecessarily. Mm. It, it's not unnecessary because it makes... It makes humans feel relatable, or it makes the spirit world feel relatable to humans. Does this make sense? Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. It does. And I know that will be helpful for our listeners. Mm -hmm. So, with that said, um, I would move to a new question. Sure. Uh, because in that outcomes question, a lot of times it comes from a different state of being for humans. And the example I would give you, and I'll phrase it as a question, mm -hmm. what would Jesus do about differences in people's states of being? An example being seeing the difference between those who are wealthy and those who live in poverty, those who are, say, healthy and those who are ill, or in places in our world where people have access to things like water and food, where there are other places in the world that don't have those things. What would Jesus do to address those different states of being? If I were human now, I believe that I would be involved with some initiatives to assist developing countries with receiving water and education and these types of things as much as I could, being one person. I would like to believe that I would be a leader and to lead a group with some of these initiatives. When it comes to status, those who are wealthy, or those who are poor, I would certainly choose back to the whole all-inclusive oneness consciousness. I would like to believe that I could remember to look at the truth of every single person, which is that we are all divine. 
and there is divinity with, with at the core of each person. And so all are valuable for the world. All are mm, important is not perhaps the best descriptor, but all are of value because we are all aspects of the creator, which you would call my father. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed, many would. So Does that answer the question of status and of... I mean, I would certainly donate money to different causes that I feel are appropriate to support these people who don't have access to things. They're still the same kind of important soul in a physical body as those who are wealthy or those who are in countries that have all of their needs met. And it is important to remember those things. Agreed. So what would Jesus do then about people's day-to-day -day challenges? For example, a car that maybe is not reliable and they're hoping they get home um, before the car would happen to fail. Or in relationships day-to-day, -day, their friends they might be arguing with or work issues where they may have great challenges at work. What would Jesus do in response to people's day-to-day -day challenges? Now I'm going to put myself in human form. And I'm going to think of your question as, what would I do in those situations? Okay. The question about the car. I would request supportive energy to help the car to remain intact and safe until I reach my destination. Now, what do I mean by this? I'm pulling in supportive energy. Perhaps I'm praying to someone, which is, which is what that means. Or perhaps I'm simply calling upon supportive energy of the whole unified field, the whole spirit world, if you like, knowing that I, I have access to the quantum field, just as you do, which is a step beyond asking for spiritual help. Does this make sense? Yes, it does. It does. So well, your other... Examples were uh, an argument with a family member or friend. That is a good example. So I would like to believe that I would choose harmony, choose to find a way in which a harmonious solution could be chosen by both parties, or I would certainly do my best to inspire that type of harmonious solution just as you would do in the business world, trying to find a win-win, as you call it. Do you understand this? Yes. yes because that, that can always be found. When you transcend the need for someone to be right and someone to be wrong, then even more creativity is available to you. But until people get out of that mind of duality where someone must be right and someone must be wrong and find out how you can both be in harmony, not correct or right, but in harmony. And perhaps you can't. Perhaps one person still needs to be right. And then that relationship might need to take a break for a while or for the lifetime. 
because sometimes you just can't align with others. And this is particularly difficult in families because there is a expectation that you must have relationships with certain people because they are related to you biologically. And this is not necessarily the case. Other examples of this? So the last one that we had wondered about was work issues, things that are a challenge at work that maybe we don't have control over. Indeed, because you are in a situation where you are, not everyone, but if you are working for someone, you are in a situation where you must do what is expected of you or you must fulfill your role, and sometimes your free will must take a back seat, correct? <laughs> Indeed. So that is almost a question that needs to be answered on a case-by-case -case basis. However, in general in the workplace, it's still the same answer. Try to see if you can find the win-win without becoming resistant or frustrated because resistance and frustration are lower frequency emotions that you are choosing based on a judgment. And then you lower your frequency and then more things begin to attract to you that are negative and you are not helping the situation by becoming frustrated or angry. So in these situations also attempt to find harmony. If you can't, then perhaps it's time to move on to something else. If I were in the workplace, I would do my best to fulfill my role while being in that same oneness consciousness where I'm understanding where everyone else is coming from. Is it from fear? Is it from trust? Is it from confidence or lack of confidence? It is unfortunate that, you're, that humans are not taught more about understanding others' personalities and from where they are operating and how they are making their decisions based on confidence or fear. That is unfortunate. I would do my best to understand others' motivations and then attempt to find harmony within the decision or whatever the event might be. Is this answering the question? I believe it is. I believe it is. And so what would Jesus do? What would Jesus, the, the Ascended Master, say to do is just that. That is my recommendation. So moving from what I would say to be uh, mental and emotional exercises, uh, to move to the physical. What would Jesus do? Because the stories of you healing others yes. when you were here on earth um, are well-known, mm -hmm. phenomenal, and, and, and just speak for themselves. Many of them true. Which is just absolutely inspiring. What would Jesus do now on this earth to help those who need healed physically? I would continue to teach and inspire the very simple fact that everyone has this ability. Everyone can channel life force through the palms of their hands or from their entire physical body. You are made of life force 
you are connected to life force. And because of that, you can call in more of it and direct it to someone else or even yourself. So I would continue to inspire others to understand that they have that ability as well and they cannot heal anyone. I never healed anyone myself. They believed in me. They believed in my power to heal them and therefore they were healed. Whatever healing meant to them. And so it, there were many I attempted to heal that did not heal. You do not hear those stories. <laughs> but I certainly channeled the energy through the palms of my hands whenever possible or my robe, or my feet, or whatever they decided to touch, just as many practitioners here are now doing. Just as I continue to send you the energy you pray for, it's no different. Indeed. How is that for an answer? Completely and um, thoroughly makes sense. So. Now, would I decide to create some kind of healing school? I might actually, if I have the time, but I'd be working a job too and making money. If I had the time, I might have a little school where I'm teaching people how to do this, but really I've already taught them. You already have all of my words. You already have all of my support. Just do it. That makes a lot of sense. So that would bring me to the question of what would Jesus do to acclimate to an everyday life in this world right now? Things like, what would you eat? What would you do for entertainment? What would you wear? How would you get around? What, what kind of job would you choose? If I were here now as I was born before, as you know, I would be a Middle Eastern person. And I would likely be living somewhere near the Middle East? This is fun. This is a fun question. So I would likely be eating the foods of the local foods, lamb especially. Mm. I did like lamb. <laughs> and um, I would be very interested in music, and I would be playing music. I wished I would have been more of a musician in my lifetime. Maybe playing music, listening to music. I would be part of the music scene, if you like. Mm. I would drive a reasonable vehicle. Reasonable vehicle. Nothing too fancy, but something comfortable. Something that has all the features that I would like. My work. This is the one that is very interesting because... Most, I think, would expect me to be some kind of spiritual leader, and I do not believe that I would be. I believe that I would be interested in technology mm. so that I might be working with something computer-related. While at the same time, I would enjoy lots of nature walks and spending a lot of time in nature. I would do what I could do to keep myself in balance. But technology is so exciting, isn't it? Absolutely for many. Mm. Absolutely for many. And yet I would love travel and meeting new people. I want to meet as many people as I could. Sounds like a wonderful existence. 
I would mm, groom my hair and my facial hair to be whatever is appropriate for my society, as well as my clothing. Nothing radical, nothing too dramatic. I would live pretty simply, but always be striving for more success and more, more connections with people. Now, some might question what I have said about my job and success. But I would like to think that I could attract as much financial income as I'm capable of. Because then I can travel more and meet more people and help more people and donate more money to others. How is that for an answer? Oddly enough, has some great similarities to many of the stories we already know from your time here on earth previously. Thank you for sharing that. So as we get down through our list of questions here, uh, the, the last one we would like to ask you about. First, I would like to say that just because I said I might be involved in something technology related, this is not because I am saying all humans ought to be. Mm. Okay. I would still have hobbies on the side, such as woodworking or home improvement type things, and certainly um, meeting with groups and doing spiritual things. I'm not saying that just because I might be interested in that as a job that everyone else ought to be. They, they ought to be involved with whatever their soul decided it wanted to be involved with when it came here, and that's what they have to get in touch with. Sorry to interrupt you. No, please do. I, I'm here to to learn and listen just like our listeners are. Um, I find it interesting that you mentioned carpentry as your um, humanly father enjoyed that as well. Yes, of course. <laughs> it's still very interesting to me. That's great. So our world is a complicated place right now. And many of the things that we work is through... It, is it complicated? Well, your infrastructures have made it complicated. Yes. <laughs> that, and uh, I think many would say that that people's perceptions and um, what they what they believe um, can create strife in a number of places and ways. So our our question is: What would Jesus do to help bring peace to a world that isn't so peaceful right now? It is interesting how you have created so much more strife than was necessary. <laughs> so have. much more. Yes, we have. So how would I bring peace? I couldn't do it all by myself. I couldn't do it before all by myself. And now there are so many more people here mm. to reach. Indeed. Many more people here. How to bring peace. It's the same answer as it has always been, as it always will be. You must find peace within you so that you can be an example for anyone else. Peace is possible and it's already built in. So you must find peace in your workplace, with your relationships, with your job, or the people that you interact with, with your community. You must find a peaceful way of navigating that, not not just thinking that you're being peaceful, but truly feeling that contentment 
at all times. And when you can sustain that, then that is the most powerful thing you can do for anyone else. But if you think that there's going to be one initiative to bring peace into this world, that is impossible. This world has duality. It will always have duality. It will always have chaos. And that's how it's meant to be. Otherwise, you would not know peace. You would not know happiness or bliss. And you understand this, the duality, the contrast, yes? Yes. So what I would do is I would work on myself. And that's what I recommend everybody does. But then what is the right way? What is the right religion? What is the right belief system? I've already said, haven't I? Yes. Total acceptance of everything as it is choosing to be. That is very difficult for most. But it is possible for everyone. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot Does of that sense. answer the question? Yes. Completely. And let go of this whole peace on earth concept. Just let go of it. It's not possible. <laughs> there will be contrast. There will be issues. But what is the highest level concept you can have of it? What is the highest level choice you can make? And when I say highest level, I do mean with acceptance, with love, whatever that means to you, love, meaning accepting that everyone is divine. And people will still say, but what about the evil people? What about the people who kill many people? Have they gone to some place of punishment? No. How could people who are aspects of the creator or the source itself be punished? This doesn't make any sense. And perhaps this is the most controversial piece of our conversation. Perhaps. Because still the human mind thinks there must be some kind of justice for this evil one. That's up to that person to decide. I would agree. So have I answered the question? You have answered the question. And I would agree, um, sitting here, that it is controversial, but that is because we all have different perceptions when we come from different places, which that is also, in my estimation, meant to be. Indeed, justice is a human concept. <laughs> Indeed. Is there anything else that you're perceiving that we should know or understand from our, our conversation today? We certainly are grateful for you answering our questions. Of course. I enjoy this. Um, the one thing I would like to remind humans to be, do, have is more fun. You're not, you're taking things too seriously here, especially when there's conflict. You're getting all serious and you're affecting your energy fields with this. Humans need to understand that when you are angry, frustrated, anxious, depressed, you are damaging your physical body, among other things. Of course, you are messing up your law of attraction. <clears throat> well, you're never messing it up. You're always attracting how you're, how you're vibrating. You're always attracting what you're thinking about. So you can't mess it up. You're all masters. You're all creating. But when you are creating or thinking or feeling from lower frequencies, also known as negative thoughts, negative emotions, 
you are also damaging your health. So be aware of that. Have more fun. Fun raises your frequency. Fun, when you're laughing and being silly, then that is healing for you. You say laughter is the best medicine. This is absolutely true. So if you wonder why there's so much dis-ease, it's because you are not at ease. That is what I wanted to say. Wonderful words for sure. Thank you for that. Mm. And thank you for being with us today. Of course. Anytime. It is my pleasure. Thank you, Master Jesus. Thank you, Jeffrey, for your great questions on him. And uh, that was really fun to listen to. I'm sure that will prompt some more questions, even though I think maybe has he answered them all? I am always amazed at, like, we go in with, with these questions that we think are very able to be just widespread solutions and that they're potentially some complicated path to get there. Mm -hmm. And yet every one of the answers, the examples were great how, how he applied them, but the answers are pretty simple. They are simple. (laughs) And it's, it's amazing to me um, that we as humans sometimes for, for a great energy, a love source like master Jesus to have that simple answer that we as humans um, can find ways to overcomplicate mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and I love feeling his energy within me because it is just mm. so inspiring. It is so loving. Mm-hmm. It's so accommodating of everyone. I can just feel that about him. Like he truly is a master. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm absolutely honored to channel him anytime I get to. And of course... I do that for people one-on-one, too. If they request to talk with him, I can do that. I can do it for groups. I can do it one-on-one. And I can basically channel whoever they like. So absolutely honored. Thank you. Again, for your assistance with this. My pleasure. I'm honored This will be inspiring to many. I believe it will. I believe so, too. And um, we'll talk again. Thank you, and thank yourself for taking the time to entertain some new spiritual concepts today. I hope it has been interesting and or helpful. You can find Cindy's channel books on Amazon. Kindle versions also available. And visit my website, cindyriggs.com.